Welcome back to Radio Room's production freebies. I am Steel Tyler Filipek, and today we have some very special guests. Let's start with you, Adam Lance Garcia. That is my name, he's correct. Tyrant Rex. Woo! And then we have the very wonderful Sarah Smithton, who is playing several roles for our Radio Room. Say hello, Sarah. Hi. Hello, how's it going? Uh, it's going good. I'm a little vocally tired, <laughs> but I've been doing a lot of talking and heavy breathing and screaming and anything else that you can possibly imagine. Yeah. We apologize, <laughs> This has been a long day for everybody involved. It's all part of the gig. Yeah. And as we say, you know, when you're recording radio, things come out of that recording that just sound completely out of context. Oh, man. If there's some things, like, yeah, we were pretty sure that uh, everyone was going to think we were murdering someone. Mm -hmm. Yep. Which we were also doing, but we just, you know. Not yeah. for this podcast. Not for another one. Yeah. So the start of the day started with Adam Lance Garcia's Smoke Without Flame. Adam, yep. take us away from there. Uh, Smoke Without Flame uh, is an anthology series, which we talked about. The first script that we uh, produce is Exus, which is, well, it's based about, it's kind of like gravity inside a giant computer. Sounds fantastic. It does sound fantastic. You actually do a better job of pitching it than I do, Steele. Well, so it is a gigantic difference engine. If anybody who has read um, uh, William Gibson will understand the concept, a computer in a steampunk-style universe, and our actor here today uh, was one of the leads. So, um, Sarah, could you talk to us a little about the character that you play today? Yeah, I voice Lynn, and Lynn is a tough cookie. She will not let anything get in her way. She's determined to complete her task no matter what. What was the process that you went through to get kind of in Lynn's head? You know, particularly because this is audio, you've got to leave it all out there on the recording. <laughs> yes, yeah. you certainly do. Um, well, I am a very physical person in non-recording life. I do aerial silks. I'm very um, trained in dance and movement and everything. So I certainly know the kind of things that I go through when I'm doing any sort of physical task. And when you're training for aerials, which I'm sure some people do not know, it's very, very hard. It's very painful. <laughs> uh, yes, no, I, I can speak from experience. It's yeah. incredibly painful. It, it looks like playtime, oh, but yeah. it takes all muscles you did not know that you had to yeah. climb up ropes and invert yourself, etc. So I just kind of thought about that when I was hoisting myself up through tunnels or limping or etc sliding around on your stomach you just got to put yourself in the world and then use real life scenarios and insert them in there it was also really impressive just for me as a as a listener um you know you have a great ability of making your performance very visual um oh, which you. is important in terms <laughs> of well, no but it's important, important in terms of body like i could see you in the space and it's you know with uh exodus it's a very very fantastic universe. It there's this doesn't exist, you know. No. The 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 basic idea, dear listeners, is that she is walking inside uh, giant uh, vacuum tubes, uh, dressed in what is it amounts to an old school scuba diving suit, um, and that's not something that exists in reality. But when you know you're doing you're doing performances, I could visually see you walking through those spaces. I could see you crawling through those spaces. I could see you know just. I, I could feel it, and that was, uh, I remember when you came in and did the reading, it was very much like, I, I looked at Tyrus, and then we looked at him, I'm like, no, you can see, she's l looking at the ladder, and that's, that's not, uh, that's not an easy thing to do in voice performing, and that's not an easy thing that anyone can do. 
Is there a question there, or are you just gonna, you know, compliment her this entire I, time? I'm just making sure that she comes back and does the rest of the audio plays. Fair, very so. fair, very strong. Listen to Adam, everybody. He knows he knows how to get the best performance possible. Compliment your actors. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, I mean, like for me today, God, today just got very intense. I mean, obviously, when we're done with the piece, it's going to be twenty to thirty minutes. Um, but I mean, we were recording for hours and hours on end, and it's amazing the journey you go through, even just being here. Um, and listening to Sarah go through all of this, like, multiple times, I mean, it really, at the, at the low points, we were like, oh, man, it you know, it's, she difficult. broke her ankle in yeah. this scene, like, <laughs> but then by the end, there was just this sense of relief, you know, a lot like the, the piece itself, so as far as production process, I've, I've been really kind of blown away by how that went. Yeah, it was a very emotional, uh, experience, uh, which is what you want from this story, but it was, uh, there were times I'm like, I felt like, I'm like, oh, God, I'm so sorry, I broke your ankle, <laughs> but I didn't. Now, now, Smoke Without Flame is nice, but there was also another piece that was performed today. A, a wonder of narrative eccentricity and amazement known as Queens of the Sapphire Sea. I said it correctly. Someone, and I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say who, someone in this room has made me start saying my own piece as Queens of the Stone Age. Yeah. And I've done it twice already, and I was terrified that I was going to say it now. I so wish you had. But I really don't know who did that. Yeah, I know. I don't know. They are terrible people. But no, I uh, to to talk about Queens of the Sapphire Sea real quick. It's uh, a very pulpy uh, sort of female Indiana Jones adventure story um, that when Steele pitched it to me, I was like, "This this sounds amazing." And um, I re- I'm a big fan of the series, uh, having just finished my own uh, script for it. Um, they're just, it's such, it's such classic uh, radio drama, but done in such a modern voice. Um, it, it's action-packed, man. Uh, I'm glad you like it so yeah, much. Yeah, no, I'm all, see, I also praise Pete, you. No, 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 thank you very much. <laughs> Sarah, can you talk to us about the character that you played in this performance today? Yeah, I voice Madeline in this one, and... I was, you know, one thing before I talk about her, I was really struck with when reading it how funny it is. Thank and you. I, I mean, I had, just from reading it on the page to myself, I was, because it's again, it's action packed just like the other script. So I kind of had that in my head. But then when it was actually on my feet and voicing it, it was like, wow, she's really funny. <laughs> yeah. So, so here's a question. I mean, we've been obviously we've been at this for like eight hours today, um, and we. So you came in, you read for Lynn, mm-hmm. and then it was like after like 10, 10, 20 minutes of break, it was like right back into it. And Queens of the Sapphire Sea is obviously a very different piece. Yes, yeah. Steel, tonally, um, location, everything. Yeah. Steel is a very different director as well. I mean, what was what was the transition like? Because um, I mean, I think our processes for both of those pieces was quite different. Yeah, because yeah, for Lynn, I. I read um, scenes at a time, whole pages. I didn't stop line by line like I did for Queens. So, which I think it was necessary when recording Lynn because there was just so much that was going on at one point. So it it would have been distracting to stop and start, especially with ankles breaking and pressure and air escaping, etc. Um, but with Queens, it was it was helpful because um, it, there were things that Madeline focuses on. So it was easy doing it line by line to really pick out those certain times. And she also, she changes focus on what she talks about because she's fig- she's on this journey of discovery in this episode, discovering a lot about herself, discovering her admiration for her aunt, 
discovering this new person who she meets on her journey. So it was helpful to do it line by line. And obviously you don't have to answer this now, but let us know who is the better director. <laughs> so, you know, in any way physically. You both are it, so different. <laughs> it was obviously me, and I didn't even direct it. <laughs> I, I wish you could have heard it. It's, it's like every once in a while we hear Tyrus coming through the other room saying, uh, actually, can we do that again, please? And a little less sucky this time. And I'm like, oh, oh okay, yeah, yeah, yes, Mr. Tyrus. <laughs> Here's the question, that, like, because, you know, we've talked about how different the, the, the characters are, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's also the downtime in between uh, certain takes where, you know, you go from, you know, Sarah, like, hey, we're joking around, and also to a very emotional moments, um, yeah. especially w- with Exodus and, and, and to a, a different degree with... Uh, steel script i just kind of wonder like what is your process from like switching that like that well and it was different for both of them for lynn it was really helpful to do all of the effects all the heavy breathing because it really it instantly put me in the in the world and because especially for that one it's so physical but i wasn't really allowed to be running around the studio or doing much um just vocally slowing down my breathing or just closing my eyes and picturing the dark um, tunnel just really got me there and visually also for Queens I just put myself out outside I saw the sky I saw the planes dive bobbing I saw the island it was all very visual which you kind of have to do in order to set a good scene for your listeners yeah <laughs> fair enough yeah, that, that's interesting like that's a topic for another time but it's always with audio it's like you have to be, it has to be a very visual medium yeah. without any, using any visuals. And that's, you know, that's not easy to do. It's not. And thankfully, we've got great actors like Sarah Smithen to help us out. <laughs> this has been another production freebie. Thank you guys so much for listening in. Check us out online at radioroomshow.com. We're on Facebook at Radio Room. And Twitter. I, I don't I, I know Twitter, Twitter, but I don't remember a, our handle. It's the real Radio Room. <laughs> it's real Radio Room, not like the fake Radio Room. They can go <laughs> themselves. Uh, Once again, you <laughs> swear on these production freebies. It is at Real Radio Room. Thank you very much for listening in. Much appreciated. <laughs>